This is Retirement Paradise with Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Greg provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Greg Gunther to help you retire in paradise. Aloha and welcome back to Retirement Paradise. This is Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear during the show, please feel free to give us a call at 791-2924, or you can visit us online at therogroup.org. And while at the website, you can click on our radio page, you can check out past shows, and you could subscribe to the show on either iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. Now we've seen some recent volatility in the financial markets, and retiring during or just before a bear market can have lasting negative impacts on the health of your portfolio. You can and should be positioned in such a way that your retirement accounts have a high probability of surviving what the market throws at you. So I ask you today, is your retirement prepared for a bear market? Before we jump into today's topic, uh, let's welcome my co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing today? Well, I am doing great, except you may notice my voice isn't what it usually is. My golden <laughs> pipes are a little rusty today, Greg. <laughs> hey, it happens to the best of us. Uh, I know you work hard. Um, we appreciate you being with us again this week and muscling through that. Oh, yeah, no problem. No problem. Anything for you, Greg. I love it here in retirement paradise. You know that. Definitely. Again, one of the highlights of my week, and um, I'm sure our listeners won't mind uh, your voice is a little <laughs> off, but uh, we're, we've got a great topic uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm to talk about this week. I'm talking about the market. I always find this one fascinating, and uh, and uh, I really do. It's, it's amazing, and I know you know a lot about this and have helped a lot of people overcome uh, markets, but we're talking about bull and bear markets today, right? Yeah. And I want to, you know, a little quick disclaimer. I'm not predicting, I'm not saying, you know, we're headed for a bear market. Um, I'm not predicting anything, but we do know that no bull market lasts forever and that markets do pull back occasionally. So we're going to cover theoretically handling a bear market in retirement. Yeah, it sounds like a great topic. What exactly is a bear market for some of our listeners that may not know? Well, it's funny how it got its name. Um, you know how animals strike down. Wall Street used to be, it's named Wall Street because there was a wall that would separate the wilderness um, from from the city and uh, bears strike down with their claws. So that means the market's going down and bulls strike up with their horns. That means the market's going up. Ah. Uh, for a more technical definition, um, I'll turn to investopedia.com, uh, which is a great website for all um, investment references. Uh, according to them, a bear market is a condition in which securities prices fall and widespread pessimism causes the stock market's downward spiral. Now, although figures can vary, a downturn of 20% or more over a two-month period is pretty much considered 
entry into a bear market. Um, so we'll take uh, the most extreme example. Um, that was Monday, October 19th, 1987. A lot of our listeners probably remember that. Uh, it's often referred to as Black Monday. I remember it. Yep. On that day, stock market uh, plummeted all over the world. And it's cited on, here's another article, the uh, thestreet.com. Uh, this one was titled, What Was Black Monday and What Has Changed Since Then? So what happened? The stock market fell 22.6%. That was the largest single trading session fall in history, uh, even larger than the stock market crash of 1929. And it took the market two years to return to the level it was before Black Monday uh, 1987. Now, analysis also are not expecting a repeat of Black Monday. Hopefully it was one of those, you know, once in a forever kind of kind of event. But it is important um, to keep such events in the back of your mind um, when the markets are performing well. Yeah, yeah, I, I can see how that would be. Um, but what exactly, why is this important to us? Well, it, it's important to remember that bear markets are a normal part of investing. And here's another article. For, this one's from CNBC. This one was titled, uh, Eight Things You Need to Know About Bear Markets. Now, according to this article, from 1900 through 2013, there were 32 bear markets. So that translates basically to one every 3.5 years. Now, obviously, it's not clockwork. Every 3.5 years, they happen. But on average, every three and a half years, you should we should see a bear market. In addition the market recovered in an average of 10 months after a correction. Now, most recently, we experienced a bear market for 17 months. Um, it was between October 2007 and March 2009. Right. And what exactly leads then to a bear market? Good question. Um, could be, you know, a lot of things. I mean, dips in the market can have many different causes. So I'll, I'll go into a few of them. Um, so first off, economic and geopolitical factors can weigh heavily on the market's performance. What that really means is things like international policy, um, regime changes, political violence, unexpected election results, even wars um, can make investors nervous. And while the causes of bear markets often vary from event to event, many economic slowdowns usher in the bear markets. So it's in its bear market entry, uh, Investopedia notes that signs of an economic slowdown include low employment, shrinking disposable income, weak productivity, and a drop in business profits. Uh, so there's no shortage of factors then that can feed a bear market the way it sounds, right? Right. That is correct. And a market correction can easily transform into a bear market due to prolonged periods of investor uncertainty. And bear markets can develop when the market isn't able to support stock prices anymore. Um, so like the tech bubble burst in the early 2000s. That's pretty recent. Most people probably remember that. Um, other factors too, Tony. I mean, economic and political climates really have a tendency to, to sink investor confidence which in turn affects the market. In fact, according to a December 18, a December 2018 CNN article, this one titled, Investors are hypersensitive to politics, 
So I found this interesting. A survey of a thousand investors, 40% felt that politics were either extremely or very important. And out of those, 70% admitted that news headlines regularly influence their investment decision. Oh, wow. Well, you know what? A lot of people are worried about uh, the next bear market. We know no bull market lasts forever, of course. And it's good to know what causes this. And uh, I'm sure as we move along here, we're going to figure out how to prepare for this. But first, why don't you let our listeners who may have some questions uh, know how to get a hold of you? Sure. Yeah. If you have any questions, comments on today's episode, or you'd like a no cost, no obligation consultation, or just want to have a conversation, um, feel free to give me a call anytime. 791-2924 is our phone number. You can also check us out online at therogroup.org. Now, just to kind of summarize today, what we've been discussing is preparing your retirement for for a bear market. And we kind of talked about uh, in the first segment some of the things that can contribute to bear markets. So we know quite a few, the, there's really no shortage, as you said, Tony. Um, one of our resources today is the bear market entry on investopedia.com. And I've cited uh, several other articles. So now we're going to analyze a bear market's different stages. All right. I mean, obviously a bear market having different stages, um, that's something I hadn't thought about before and probably our listeners haven't as well. Uh, what's the first stage then? Okay, so Investopedia.com notes that the first stage is usually characterized by high prices and strong investor sentiment. And investor sentiment is the overall attitude uh, toward a particular market. So this phase ends when investors leave the market and, and take their profit with them. So you know that enough money goes in, and if a lot of money is actually invested in the market, it's eventually got to come out. So when these people start pulling profits out, we're running, we run out of buyers, basically. People stop buying and the sellers uh, turn more aggressive. And that, that money leaving the market triggers the bear market's second stage. So stock prices begin to fall, trading slows, and corporate profits begin to shrink as well. So also, uh, previously positive economic indicators will start begin to trend downward. When these factors combine, some investors become uneasy and then some even start to panic. And this action is defined as capitulation. Um, capitulation is also called panic selling. Oh, wow. So the, the image that comes to my mind uh, when you think of a sell-off, I, I picture panic brokers waving papers, yelling, sell, 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 like in the old movies, right? <laughs> yes. Yes, that's right. I mean, Hollywood often uses that imagery uh, to show panic selling. And that depiction of panic selling uh, leads us to the bear market's third stage. In this stage, we see speculators who are willing to take on risk with the hope of profiting when the stock rebounds. So speculators often have a much shorter investment time frame than most people. Um, and especially more than, you know, the traditional investors and the long-term uh, buy and holders. As speculators start investing in the market, some prices and trading activity will start to increase. And in the bear market's final stage, stock prices slowly drop. And these lower prices eventually start baiting those investors back in and luring them back in. And then it 
paves the way to the next bull market. Ah, I see. So a bear market is a bit like a market correction, uh, just a little more intense. Uh, what are some differences between that, a bear market and a correction? Well, a correction is not a bear market and a bear market is not a correction, though they do share some common traits. Corrections provide value investors an opportunity to get into the market, um, buying at a discount, basically. Um, however, because it's difficult, sometimes really impossible to determine the best time to invest in bear markets because they're so strong and fierce and quick, uh, they're rarely a good opportunity for investors. When you work with a financial services professional, uh, they can help you make important financial decisions like creating investment plans that fit to your unique situation and risk tolerance. Well, that's a good thing to note. I mean, the market is currently experiencing an extended bull market right now, correct? That's right. Um, though we're, we're currently experiencing a, a significant bull market, actually the longest one in history, according to a August 2018 uh, CNBC article. Uh, this one was titled 3,453 days later, the U.S. bull market becomes the longest on record. So this would be viewed um, as, as you, it's, 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 it would be irresponsible to think that this would continue forever. We noted that every three and a half years on average is when the bear markets come back. And this one, uh, this bull market's been going on for so long. Um, we, we can't expect it to, to go forever. And even though technically we said 20% um, over a two-month period is the beginning of a bear market, last year we did have a 19.8% uh, correction from the highs of, of that previous year. So technically um, it wasn't a bear market and usually it takes prices longer to rebound where we kind of rebounded pretty quickly um, from that that one. So I guess technically on the books, it's categorized as a, a massive correction uh, and not a bear market. And we could actually see the market continuing to trend upward for even longer, even though we're in this record high. But don't be surprised if it's sooner rather than later that the market comes back to earth. You know, And it's times like this that it's very important to remain committed to your overall investment strategy. It's also important to continue focusing on the medium to long-term timeframes, not just what other investors are doing this week, this month, or even this quarter. Uh, remember, investing is a marathon, not a sprint. Yep, that's right. So basically, uh, avoid the time frame that we earlier mentioned that speculators often use. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Yeah. Speculators are looking at the very short horizon. They want to get in at low points, sell quickly uh, when the market turns in their favor. And it can be dangerous for an inexperienced investor to chase the same types of returns that uh, the experienced speculators are, are seeking. Now, with the stock market's success in recent years, it's important to remember that there will be bad times in the future because the an ebb and flow between the good and the bad it's always how the markets have worked. So I, I like to encourage retirees who have worries about what bear markets might do to their retirement savings to revisit their asset allocations and their risk tolerance uh, because both can shift when significant life events occur or when lifestyle uh, changes. Right. Obviously, uh, how can this impact investors? 
Well, if you're not properly allocated and the market correction or, or a bear market hits, or if you're invested more aggressively than what's prudent for you, uh, you will have greater exposure once this downturn begins. And this is when it's an advantage to have someone manage your money for you. Uh, at the Retirement Optimization Group, our clients take advantage of our color of money risk analysis to monitor their risk tolerance. All right, Greg, that sounds good. But why don't we let our listeners know again how they can get a hold of you if they have questions or want to sit down with you and talk to you about this? Yeah, give us a call at 791-2924 if you have any questions on today's show or if you'd like some more information on any of the topics we've been discovering, uh, discussing. You can also visit our website at therogroup.org. And we've been talking about bear markets and how they affect your retirement. And we just mentioned uh, a tool that I use at the Retirement Optimization Group, which is the Color of Money Risk Analysis. And that's how our clients can measure how their risk tolerance changes over time. Uh, it can be influenced by life events like marriage, uh, family growth, a career change, um, or even just general feelings on how you perceive what's going on. So it's a, always a good idea to revisit that at least once a year and see how your risk analysis has, has changed. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Now, we've been talking about bear markets, obviously, and how they can affect us and our retirement. Uh, how does this color of money risk analysis help us accomplish all that? Yeah, well, the color money risk analysis is 11 questions. It's online. It's on our website. Um, our listeners can take it there if they want. It's very quick. And it basically assesses your current financial picture and provides a roadmap that's designed around your risk preferences. So after you've completed the 11 questions, you receive a color of money score. And that basically shows you how your assets should be properly aligned to fit within your risk tolerance. Um, the color money risk analysis, simple way for you to categorize these savings, your portfolio, your retirement savings into red, yellow, and green money, giving you an easy way to see basically how, how those things should be allocated. All right. Well, that sounds good. Uh, define some of these differences, though, between the three colors. Sure. Yeah, Tony, the, the red money are assets that are subject to risk, can lose value, um, but provide great growth opportunities. So things that go up and down. Uh, yellow money is like red, very similar, but those are professionally managed. Now, professional money managers can help reduce risk and provide growth opportunities. And the green money are assets with less risk. So they may not have as much growth potential, but you're less likely to lose any money in those. So taking the color money risk analysis is always our first step in identifying what type of investor you are. Now, this analysis provides both a financial picture and a roadmap built around you and your risk preferences. Uh, so take those 11 questions and you'll be given a proprietary color money score. Well, in the color of money risk analysis, it seems like a great resource to make sense of our risk tolerance. So what are some other tips you have for people who might want to build a secure retirement when a bear market is looming on the horizon? Okay, well, you could start by weeding out investments that no longer fit your long-term investment strategy. So as we shift from an accumulation phase to a distribution phase, your investment vehicles should change to better suit your needs and goals. 
An example would be perhaps leaving uh, growth mutual funds and investing in securities that produce yield, such as dividend paying stocks. That way you can collect dividends and not have to worry about selling shares at inopportune times. So you're basically revamping and trying to avoid an awkward assortment of investments that you can't effectively follow and manage. Well, you know that avoiding awkwardness is one of my daily goals, Greg. You know that. <laughs> That's right. And despite the the, the bad voice too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, one of our goals at the Retirement Optimization Group is helping our clients accomplish their income needs by providing access to tools that help them align their risk tolerance and their assets. And while it's important to pay attention to the damage that bear markets inflict, it's also important to remember what happens after a bear market. Uh, For example, over time, stocks have a good chance to recover losses uh, suffered during a downturn. Well, we've covered a lot of information today. It's been a great show, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Time always flies by uh, when I'm with you. Yeah. (laughs) Lots of good information. Um, As we discussed earlier, there are many things that affect the bear market. So um, remember, no two investment portfolios are alike and no two bear markets are identical. It helps to work with a professional who can help determine your proper investment strategy. Um, If you'd like to take the color money risk analysis, again, it's on our website. Go to therogroup.org. Up in the upper right corner, there's a link that says, get my score. Uh, Click that and find out what type of investor you are. All right. Well, is there anything else you want to share with our listeners before we have to go today? Give me a call at 791-2924 if you have any questions on today's show or if you'd like a, a no cost, no obligation consultation. All right. And that does it for today's episode of Retirement Paradise with our host, Greg Gunther. Thank you for listening to Retirement Paradise. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Greg Gunther at the Retirement Optimization Group. Call 808-791-2924 or visit their website at therogroup.org. Greg Gunther and the Retirement Optimization Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.